0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Abby.
1: And I'm Erica. And today, I'm going to be telling you guys about the disappearance
0: of Branson Perry. Today, I am drinking some tangerine black tea because I was too lazy to make coffee.
1: I'm drinking a hazelnut K-cup. Just the cup? Just the cup. I didn't turn it into coffee.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, just... Yep, I spooned a little into my mouth and take
0: a chug of water anyways (laughs) (laughs) well whatever you guys are drinking grab it and let's dive on in continue on with our content for this week's episode shortly but first we wanted to take a moment to let you know about an opportunity to listen to even more crime over coffee content by signing up for our patreon you can receive ad-free episodes and additional content to check out this opportunity and sign up for the crime over coffee patreon visit www.patreon.com crime coffee pod thank you again for all of your support Branson Kane Perry was born
1: on February 24th, 1981, and raised in Missouri with his mom and his dad. His parents did divorce at some point in his life, and he, at the time of our story, was living with his father, Bob Perry, in Skidmore, Missouri. Branson graduated from Notaway Holt High School in 1999, and he worked as a roofer for a while, lost his job, and then decided to work and help with the traveling petting zoo as he was looking for a different job option. Branson did suffer from tachycardia, so that's a condition that makes his heart race, but he was still really active. He had a black belt in Hapkido and enjoyed lifting weights. According to some family members, they described Branson as compassionate, someone who loved nature, and somebody who loved to go camping. One thing that his family didn't really know about him at the time, but some of them were starting to learn, was that Branson had recently become involved in drugs and had gotten himself kind of like mixed up in a little bit of the wrong crowd. And while most of his family didn't know, there was also talk about the fact that Branson really wanted to get clean. And so he had kind of talked to some of his family about it and brought it up to them to help kind of keep him accountable so that he could stop doing drugs. And there was also talk about him getting ready and looking at entering a rehab center to really get clean. Some of the drugs that he had been experimenting with were marijuana, amphetamines, and Valium. On April eleventh, two 2001, Branson's father, Bob, was actually in the hospital at this time. And he was going to be coming home soon. And so Branson wanted to tidy up the home because I don't know exactly what Bob was in the hospital for, but he had been gone for a little while. And so Branson was like, felt, you know, he'd been in the house for a bit, probably messed it up. He's a teenage boy. So he wanted to clean it. And so he contacts one of his friends and asks her to come over and help with the cleanup and everything. And so she does and she comes over and they're cleaning things up. And then around three o'clock, they're almost done. And Branson's like, I'm going to take these jumper cables out to the shed and then Come back right back. So he walks out the door with the jumper cables and never comes back. The friend ends up leaving at some point. She kind of waits around for a little while and then is like, Branson must have gotten sidetracked with something out in the shed or along the route. And so she was like, I need to head home. And so she left. This was actually the last time that Branson has ever been seen, was the moment that he walked out the door with the jumper cables. It is said that at the time there were two other men at the home and they were actually working on Bob's car because there was a broken alternator, so they were working on fixing that. People aren't sure exactly who called them to go over there and they're not exactly, I don't even know if they're exactly sure who was there, but it was reported that there were two guys there. As far as I know, these men were never considered suspicious or anything because I didn't see anything about them, but they were also on the property and nobody had any idea where Branson had gone. Like I had mentioned, his dad was supposed to be released from the hospital pretty soon, which is why they'd cleaned up the house. However, there were some complications. And so Bob ended up staying in the hospital for several days longer than what was initially expected. The following day on April 12th, 2001, Branson's grandmother stops by the home and thought things were a little odd. She noted that the house was unlocked, no one was home, The radio was on. And so she tried to call Branson a couple times and couldn't get a hold of him. So she called his mother and was like, do you know where he is? Have you talked to him? And his mom's like, nope, I haven't talked to him either. So a couple days go by. I don't know exactly what day his dad came home from the hospital, but I believe it was April 17th and he comes home and he finds out kind of what's been going on. And he's like, okay, something's wrong. Still nobody's seen any signs of Branson. This is not like him. I need to call us in. And so he does call and file a missing persons report on April 17th, which is six days after Branson was last seen.
0: It's really unfortunate that nobody kind of ran with that a little bit earlier because they are all like, well, he's not around. It's kind of weird. But I mean, those are just crucial days. Very much so. Um, And like
1: I said, I don't know if it was just because people thought maybe he'd come up or I don't know if people just thought that they were missing him, like they would come to his house to check on him while he was out, whatever it was. But six days is definitely a long time before that report got filed. And so when law enforcement begin to investigate, they don't really have a whole lot that they're able to base it off of. So, when law enforcement received the missing persons report on April 17th, they immediately jump into action, which obviously, but at this point, they're like, he's still not home. He's been missing for six days. We need to start the search. And so they immediately start searching the surrounding area. One of the places that they looked at was Kansas City because Branson's father said that he might have gone there, but he didn't have a working car at the time. And so Bob was like, maybe he would have hitchhiked. But then they discovered that Branson had also left his wallet at home. And so he's like, it's really weird that he would have left without his wallet.
0: I have a question. Early on or later that um, they had found out from the friend that Branson walked out and then just didn't come back.
1: I don't know the exact timeline. I kind of think from what it sounds like that they didn't know about that whole instance until the report was filed. And then they started, like, asking around. That's what I was
0: kind of wondering. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So, once again, I don't know exactly... I don't know that I actually said it on here, but in my thought process, I don't know exactly how close Branson was to this friend that was over at his house helping him clean up, like, if they were really close acquaintances or if they just kind of went to school together and he invited her over to hang out and help clean up. But it is odd that there wasn't more concern I think overall from not only her but just anybody in his life like none of his friends thought it was weird that they didn't hear from him for six days and I I don't know if that's what was kind of considered normal like if he was one of those people that just kind of went off the face of the earth and didn't talk to people for periods of time and so nobody thought it was suspicious or if this was out of the ordinary but somehow it just wasn't caught for six days until his dad came home One of the other things that authorities thought could have happened to Branson, which I've heard about this, we've heard about this in other cases as well, but so I don't know if it was common at this time, but they were like, maybe he fell and got stuck in an old well.
0: Yeah, I feel like probably something big happened that, like that story (laughs) at some point and everyone just was thinking it. I mean... It's funny that it's a very specific thing. So it's just funny that it has come up in multiple cases that we covered.
1: Yeah. And it's not one that I've like really heard about, I guess, it actually happening. So I just find it interesting that that's the thing that a lot of old cases go to. So they yeah. searched every oil well that they could find. They searched every outside toilet that they could find. In case he'd fallen in there and just apparently they searched literally everywhere they had a giant search party and they were not able to find any evidence of his disappearance any evidence that Branson had been there or Branson himself and so everybody was kind of not really sure where to go next so they did start looking into people in Branson's life and they interviewed over 100 people And they did talk with the friend that Branson had been with when he disappeared. And she just brought up the fact that he had been experimenting with the different drugs and she was kind of concerned about him. So I don't know if it was maybe she was kind of done with him at this point, almost. And it was like, well, he maybe went out to the bar and started doing drugs. I wasn't going to deal with it. So I left. That's fair. Yeah. And so it's it's unfortunate, the circumstance and like the way everything played out together. But it does make sense when you start to put it all together law enforcement did interview other drug acquaintances that branson was known to hang out with but they all were like we've not seen him they all agreed to take a polygraph test and they all ended up passing them so police pretty quickly ruled all of them out the only thing that they really got from talking to these individuals was that there was a chance that branson owed some money to some drug dealers in the area but they couldn't cooperate if that was actually true or not. It was just kind of a speculation that these other individuals had suggested. The thing that I find the weirdest about this case, and there's, I feel like there's a few different weird things about this case, the one that really gets me is the jumper cables. So... The friend, as I said, had stated that Branson had taken the jumper cables and taken them out to the family shed and was going to put them away. And so when Bob heard about this, Bob's like, well, I just kind of want to like verify the friend and make sure the friend's not being weird. And so he went out to the shed to look for the jumper cables. And when he went out there, he couldn't find the jumper cables anywhere. He didn't find them anywhere along the path. They were just completely gone. However... Two weeks later, they randomly were in the shed, hanging on the door. Hmm. It's a little, little odd. Nobody's ever come forward and been like, Oh yeah, I had the jumper cables and I returned them. Or I accidentally found them and I put them up. There's nothing, nobody's ever really talked about it. it just,
0: they were not there and then one day they were there. Yeah, that's kind of sketchy. I almost wonder, you know... I, I immediately thought that the friend that was there, you know, you would typically look into the person who last saw them, alive at least, and it does seem a little convenient that they showed up later.
1: I—it It is incredibly odd, and this friend, her name's never been released, but this to me makes her definitely seem a little more suspicious, because if she realized that her story wasn't adding up, then maybe she ran back and put the jumper cables I have no idea. Just speculation. That's without obviously knowing the situation or knowing anything about this friend. But it is a little odd. Two years later, in April of 2003, authorities did come forward and announce an arrest. Now, this arrest was not directly in relation to Branson's disappearance. However, it was believed that they may have been connected. So they arrested Jack Wayne Rogers on charges of first-degree assault and practicing medicine without a license. So, I know just from straight up saying that, you're like, oh, that doesn't really sound like a random disappearance. However, let me give you some more information about our not-so-jolly Mr. Rogers. Get it? Mm Mm-hmm. Just so clever. So, at the time of his arrest, Jack Rogers was a 59-year-old Presbyterian minister and a Boy Scout leader. So, they... Ended up investigating Jack Rogers, and in doing so, they found a bunch of child pornography on his devices. They also discovered that he had posted multiple posts on various message boards that described in graphic detail the acts that he had committed, like torture, assault, and the murder of multiple different men. In one of his posts, Jack Rogers detailed that he had picked up a blonde male hitchhiker, which I haven't said it, but obviously by my voice Branson was a blonde male and the post described how he assaulted tortured and murdered him his post also said that he had left the body buried somewhere in the Ozarks and so authorities were like this is suspicious and it definitely fits the description of Branson and so they asked Jack Rogers about Branson specifically showed him photos and Jack Rogers was like I never saw Branson and denied it the entire time the thing that is the most suspicious i think about jack rogers is the additional evidence that they found at his property it was a turtle claw necklace that resembled one branson had owned
0: yeah that's that that adds to it it's like there's nothing direct but a lot of circumstantial stuff coming up that is concerning correct and
1: like you said it was a lot of circumstantial so unfortunately it wasn't enough to charge jack with anything related specifically to branson's disappearance there was also the discussion of you know he posted it on the internet so it's anonymous so was it really him being honest or was he lying and exaggerating just because it is online and so we even with everything put together there still wasn't enough evidence to charge him they did end up taking him to trial for other things and in april 2004 he was convicted of the charges that involved performing illegal surgery and child pornography charges. And he was sentenced to 30 years without parole in prison. But he's still to this day has not been charged for the murder or the disappearance of Branson. At the sentencing hearing, Branson's mom did beg Jack Rogers to reveal the location of Branson's remains, but Jack continued to deny having any involvement in the murder. Later on, Branson's mom did admit that she no longer believed Jack Rogers was responsible for her son's murder she said that in her heart she just didn't believe that he was responsible so the theories on what happened I mean we've kind of really already discussed them but Abby if you want to give your opinion we've got that Jack Rogers killed Branson that somebody in the drug scene killed Branson or that Branson left on his own
0: what are your thoughts as far as him leaving on his own i don't feel like we really have enough information to know if he would have been in a situation obviously it sounds like he was getting into drugs and his dad was having some issues maybe he did want to get out who knows but i will say initially um when you were talking about it from the beginning i kind of fell into he was running with the kind of bad crowd if he was getting into drugs buying and selling potentially And there's just a lot of risk that can come with that.
1: I agree. It's not the safest crowd to hang out with, typically, especially if there is a chance that he owed them money. Mm -hmm. It is definitely concerning and a possible theory. I do think that the Jack Rogers theory is also very plausible. He's really suspicious. I know that he continues to deny it, but the fact that that necklace was found there Mm -hmm. really kind of seals the deal. However, obviously, he could have gotten the necklace from any other thing. There wasn't only one copy of that necklace ever made, but it is kind of suspicious with what he wrote on the internet and that all put together. I, in case you guys didn't know this about me, don't think that he left on his own. I have a hard time believing that one typically, but like I said, you guys probably already know that about me. So three years after his disappearance, there were no leads. There had been the whole thing with Jack Rogers two years after, but by year three, there was really nothing to go off of. So it was actually a man named Michael Kurz, who was a New Jersey police officer that heard about this case. And ever since 2004, Michael Kurz had spent all of his time off investigating this case for more than a thousand miles away. And so he posts a lot of updates on social media, hoping that somebody will contact him with a new lead. He's made some trips out to Skidmore, Missouri to kind of look into things. He does believe that Branson's case is drug related. That is his conclusion at the moment from what he's been able to investigate. There has been an update that has not been released to public. The minor update that's been released is that they have found a suspect However, there's not enough evidence to make an arrest. And so the Notaway County Sheriff Randy Strong and Michael Kurz are working together on this suspect. And they really are trying to build a true case because they want to make sure that when they go to trial that they have everything that they need. Michael Kurz did say it's really hard in this situation because they don't have a body or Branson's remains. And so it's really hard to make an arrest for murder. Or to try to charge somebody with it when there's not evidence that the murder actually occurred. So, they're still working on trying to gather all of their evidence. But Michael Kerr still finds this case to be incredibly active. He is still working on it constantly. Unfortunately, Branson's father did pass away in 2004. And his mother passed away in 2011. So... Both of his parents did pass away without having any information as to what had happened to their son. So Michael Kurz does really feel like it's his responsibility to make sure this case stays active. He did have a quote where he said, quote, I'm never going to let his name die. I'm going to keep it active. I refuse to quit and I want everybody to know his case, end quote. So the information regarding Branson Perry is he's been missing since April 11th, 2001 from Skidmore, Missouri. He was a white male that weighed about 155 pounds was five foot nine. If he was still alive today, he would be 42 years old. At the time of his disappearance, he was wearing possible size 32 shorts, a size medium to large t-shirt, necklaces and leather trinkets or chains with arrowheads on them. He does have that heart condition that I previously ma- mentioned. He's also allergic to penicillin. He has blonde hair and blue eyes. He wears his hair very short and occasionally shaves it off. He also had a faint scar on the upper part of his right cheek, and a small scar on his left knee. His wisdom teeth have been removed, and he has a few fillings in his other teeth. He is also right-handed. If you have any information regarding anything in relation to the disappearance of Branson Perry from 2001, you can contact the Notaway County Sheriff's Office at
0: 660-582-7451. Thanks to listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepot at outlook.com. All of our sources can be found in the show notes for each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. You can also support us by recommending us to friends and family, giving us a good review on Apple Podcasts, or subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening platform. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.